Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures. This year they're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim. And Kelly. Here for hashtag RPG a day 2021. It is August the 27th. And you will never guess what the word is. I don't know. What is the word? It's less than a whole. Ah, it would be a fraction. It is fraction. So make sure you'll practice with your Kindle and get with your group so you're not a fraction of a party. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Unless, you're, unless you want a possible TPK. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to be a I fraction. I guess it wouldn't be TP, it would be a frac, you know, FPK, you know, f- fraction. <laughs> a fraction of a party kill or just a single player death. I don't know. I was art major for a reason. I hate math. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have for fraction? Are you going to roll the dice and divide it by half? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think I shall. Mm. Let's see here. Okay, and I got Kindle. So when I hear Kindle, of course, there's the books, uh, the the Kindle, the uh, um, for reading in a electronic reader. Um, uh, which hey, love them, you know it, you know, except for you know now, the newer ones where you can actually see them in the sun. Um, pretty good. (laughs) Uh. But I always think of Kindle, you know, a fire, you know, so have your your players really need to employ their uh, flint and steel kits when making the fire. Hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I totally throw out their Kindle, the love of gaming. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And Maybe it's too much and too much Survivor. Well, I haven't watched it in a, in a couple of years now. But, like, you get the fire competitions where <laughs> you have to kindle your fire and, and get it to, to go the fastest, you know. He who can burn the string first wins the day. Hey, when I was a kid, I actually won a uh, fire-making uh, uh, contest when I was at camp one time. You had to do... Um, different types of uh, building a fire. Mm-hmm. I did the crisscross and I took the prize. Mm. But then uh, this other girl stole it and it was just a jigsaw puzzle, but still. 
little jigsaw puzzle of the Muppets. Oh, I know. Yeah, I want to get you a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> My tastes have improved since then. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I still love jigsaw puzzles. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I've grown beyond uh, the Muppets, although they're freaking awesome. So I will say that uh, Kindle and fire skills are an important thing in RPGs. Just going to say, you know, create bonfire is a very powerful spell. I mean, we've had how many players burn burn monsters by stirring fires under their butt? Oh, yeah. Jesse was really, he really <laughs> liked that one. <laughs> Jess really likes that one. Move or burn? Ha, 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 ha. And, of course, I will throw out Fraction. So what is a bonfire, but really, or I should say, what is a torch, but a fraction of a bonfire? Remember back when they used to be the spell bonfire, you could turn it into five torches instead of a bonfire? Uh-huh. But uh, for Fraction, I will throw out there the uh, CR, the uh, rules, the, you know, the fractions of the party's level is an important thing to honestly understand when you make a encounter to make it kind of balanced is that four first level characters in D&D is a CR1 creature. Or you could then make fractions of that, but just be careful if you're swarming your players with too many fractions. You, you got to kind of give them the action economy because, you know. When you only have a fraction of the actions your enemy does, that really fraction does... Fraction of the action, I like that. Fraction of the action. Hey, your big bad evils get one attack and one movement, but all four or five party members get one of their own attacks. There, There's a lot of games that have found ways to balance that by using, like in D&D, lair actions. So your lich or your dragon can do something else at the bottom of the order or wherever they are in the initiative for the lair action. Or in Genesis, they have the cool nemesis rule now. So that way, your big bad attacks on their initiative slot, and then they get a free shot at the end of the initiative. Oh. Which I always think is good, because it really makes Darth Vader feel like Darth Vader when he's whacking you guys twice. <laughs> and then he does Saber Swarm and kills like four people in one turn, because he rolled really, really well. But then again, <laughs> that's Darth Vader. I mean... It's like that amazing scene at the end of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. We see why the Dark Lord of the Sith terrifies the shirt out of everybody. Yep. Because it's really just about how many rebels can we throw in his way to slow him down. <laughs> Not enough. Because they are just a fraction of a second of resistance to him. Which, by the way, I will totally throw out there for GMs. Don't be afraid to throw, like in 4th edition, minions at your players that are like a fraction of an NPC, just so your players can experience that badassdom, where they can just walk up and womp right through swaths of bad guys. You know, that as long as they're doing a single point of damage, their opponent is going down. Because there is something nice. Yeah, it's a great morale boost, and it lets the players remember that even at low levels, they are badasses in this world. You know, it's not that they're just the 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 hobbits at the beginning of the you know the journey. No, they're actually pretty badasses as the story goes. 
You know, first level characters need to remember as a first level character, you're way better than any common farmer NPC out there. Except not for Stewie, the uh, turnip farmer. <laughs> All that time tilling the fields has made him very strong and very sturdy. With the sun beating down upon him, his constitution score is very high. Well, good for him. And he has his 1d6 turnips of striking. <laughs> What's his plus to attack? He's at least a plus 5 to attack. And his AC is at least 14 because he's angered his wife many times. And she's a pretty good arm with a turnip herself. So he's learned <laughs> to be agile and dodge. I see. So it is good to uh, think of, you know, fractions as, as useful partials. You could take an encounter and then split it across three or four rooms so the players feel that they get a fight. You know, they, they get bloodied. They blooded the enemy. But you progress the story through rooms as opposed to, like, every room is a fair fight, you know, an equal fight. You know, you can totally take the first three rooms of a dungeon or a secret imperial base and spread the fair fight out because inevitably we know the players are going to mess up and raise the alarm. So when <laughs> everyone comes rushing together, it's not an overpowering attack. That's just a couple of the GM tips out there. Spread out your encounters and still use them as reinforcements. So somebody rings the bell for reinforcements or pushes the alarm button. Or pulls on the alarm string to ring the gong. Just because you see only a fraction of the enemy force doesn't mean that's the whole thing. Is there anything else we can, you know, fraction around with? No, I think uh, I think it covered it. Okay. So I will throw another one out there. One last one is an important one when you have absenteeism around the game table. Mm. How small of a fraction is too small for you guys to game? Ah. So if three-fifths of the group shows up, you can still game, but if only two-fifths of the group show up, do you still game? I know me personally, I want usually at least three players because it gets really boring if it's just one or two. Not that a solo game is bad, but uh, I prefer having a fraction. I, I see what you did there, too. What did I do there? You segued into an announcement for tomorrow's ah, word yes. of the day. Tomorrow's word of the day, solo. Even better, I'm going to have Kelly do it solo tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no. You laugh, but I'm going to disarm you with my charm and open the door to let you delve into a solo RPG a day episode. <laughs> Alrighty, guys now that i've shamelessly plugged all four of the words for tomorrow i'll see you guys late later and uh hopefully kelly has a good episode tomorrow <laughs> Alrighty, guys thank you for listening thank you for listening to the creative play and podcast network and feel free to enjoy our other shows such as D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. <laughs>